Episode of the podcast with me, Dave Donahue, and me, Avi Craddock. Ave, what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about a very topical issue at the moment. People uh, out there might have heard of people like uh, Gary V, or yeah. maybe people like uh, who else? Is it? Well, Gary V is the main man, really, when it comes to content. He's the main man, and like vloggers in general, there'll be like Vlog, loads yeah. of them that do. Yeah, everybody's out. So, I want to talk a little yeah. bit about content and vlogging today, ups and downs. Uh, for potential music teachers, really, I suppose, mm, is always yep. our focus. Uh, so we've got a little bit of a good and bad, ups and downs, pros and cons. And we're staring at a board here. Just picture a big board in front of your eyes. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to kick it off or do you want me to kick it off? Um, yeah, sure, I'll kick it off, sure. Um, yeah. yeah, so we've been separated and like, categorised into good and bad. Now, there's a yin and yang to every side, of course. Uh, the first good we're saying is about gaining a following. Um like nowadays with YouTube, I remember when YouTube came out, it, well, I was in college in second year and this dude said to me, hey, there's this site called YouTube. And at the time, I was wrapped my head around it. But it's a fact that so many of the big music educators you see on YouTube nowadays, if you trace back through their videos, they were on their first yeah. day, first year. Uh, let's call it like real estate. They were there building. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, it uh, appreciates over time. The yeah. 2005 up to now, 14 years. So one video they made, then maybe got a few thousand views a year, it all adds up. Yeah, see, this is the thing, is that if the more views it has, the more views it's likely to get then as well. Yeah, and you're like, let's say you're an account that's been uploading to YouTube for that many years. The algorithm does give you preference at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, gain the following. And then, like, for example, as a guitar teacher now, if... I put up, I did do this, put up a video lesson of Wonderwall. But if you YouTube Wonderwall video guitar lesson, well, who's going to come up? It's going to be the dudes and the dudesses <laughs> that have, like, is that a word? Dudettes. Dudettes, thank you. Uh, but, uh, the yeah, so it's going to be their, their ones that will rank higher. Yeah. Now, here's the slight uh, thing about that. What if somebody doesn't dig the vibe from the most popular, we'd say drum teacher, the most popular guitar teacher. Well, that gives space for the other teachers that they might go, you know what? I kind of like the way he's teaching here. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Because teaching is communicating. And uh, as we all know, we have friends and we have preferences with relationships. And usually the, the thing that dictates that is like how you communicate with people and what mm. kind of you can call it whatever buzz you're on or whatever vibe you're on but you get on better with some people it's a very natural thing always happens in a teacher-student relationship as well yeah so that's why there's not just one clear way to teach music like the way somebody does it the direct approach the roundabout approach, like there's so many different ways of teaching so it's the same thing on youtube but i suppose just to be clear what we're talking about here is Upload your lessons online. Uploading lessons and your thoughts. Like yeah. it's um it can be easy sometimes for educators, I feel, uh, to hide behind the content of songs and the content yeah. of, like because you're not really expressing <laughs> unless you're saying it within the song lesson, like you're teaching how to do the thing. But what if you express a viewpoint? It's when you express viewpoints online and look at the most polarizing of 
YouTube. I'm I'm finding the more polarizing some people can be, like Gary V as an example. Yeah. He's huge followers, but he's the very name. If you mention it in a room, a networking room in business, some people might go, "That jerk." Like yeah. some people don't like him. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Jordan Peterson, massively um, polarizing. Yeah. So uh, that's the thing. Um, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the greatest he, vlogger of them all. The great, yeah, the greatest Twitter person of all time. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably listening right now. He definitely listens to everything yeah. that mentions him. Um, so that's the, the... Anyway, to be honest, I think overall the content is a must anymore. I feel it is. Uh, some people would disagree with me. Uh, and that's fine. Um, just let's fast forward 20 years into the future and I don't have many regrets in life but not starting up YouTube in 2007 when people told me I should <laughs> that's a slight regret yeah 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 totally I mean you couldn't have gone on it early enough really no that's the thing about it so like to gain a following you kind of need to be vlogging almost anymore to build up a relationship with your customers online before they even come anywhere near your office they can help definitely um like i gave a lesson there i don't know was the last year the year before and somebody booked a lesson and unknowns to myself they'd watch loads of my youtube videos so they already knew who i was to a certain degree because i give my viewpoints on things yeah. um my style things i find funny maybe that i'm into chromio bands i'm into yeah. uh, movies i might mention and in the lesson uh what happened was they said i did something and they go, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. You, you do that quite a lot. And in my head, like, we'd met for the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. my head, we'd met for the first time. It was great, though, because instantly they were very comfortable with me because they'd spent time with me on video. Yeah. And as an educator, I think it's important to have the ability to be comfy with people when they come in the door. Um, so I already had that ability anyways. So yeah. just create for a better lesson. Absolutely, yeah, and I've had the same experience online as well, where people have seen me online talking about stuff or uh, whatever, and they, uh, yeah, same exact same thing. Yeah, coming to the lesson, and it's all good crack. Uh, <clears throat> so then the counter flip side to that would be that in order to put up meaningful content, you've got to unveil some of your nuggets of mm. information. Uh, so that would be the bad side to that is that you give away your best tips or your best strategies personally i have no problem with that me neither whatsoever i mean it's all good it only if the it's like the rising tide that brings all the boats up like if everybody contributes to the water rising all the boats go up so whatever tips you give away inverted commas can't see me there Mm. (laughs) like you're not giving away anything it's going to come back to you tenfold and the entire community is better enlightened on music education so that's kind of what we're at here with the <coughs> with the podcast yeah you know you could see the giving away tips but we're just trying to create a community that considers what it is to be a good music educator or yep. good motivator good communicator influencer as well yeah and not as in an instagram in- influencer but like yeah. you have to influence students Shout to out. practice Emily Radikowski Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> love your work <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loved your latest coffee shot there now yeah. <laughs> in the cafe. Um, that seems to be, I was on Instagram lately, like, it seems to be so much about, like, I'm in this coffee shop. Oh, man. I I put up pictures of me playing drums or, you know, little videos of me playing drums. And I tell you, the biggest thing that got the most likes was a picture of a hot chocolate that I put up from, from a phone. It was like 300 
150 likes in a day. I was like, what <laughs> the hell is going on? Oh, yeah, I know. It's brilliant. Um, but yeah, yeah so that, that can be the flip side of it, like a viewpoint that people have, giving away your best tips. But here's the thing. If people don't know, don't know about you, they won't come to you for a lesson. Or who are you really going to help with? Say the day comes and you're in your grave. Like those tips are gone. Like I, I want to leave every amount of what I thought about guitar out there. Yeah. For anyone to find. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's the important thing. Exactly. Yeah, and once you get in the habit of, now let's stop calling it giving away tips of sharing your knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you tend to try and come up with more creative ideas anyway because mm. you know that, well, everybody knows now that I do that and that that was a method I had. So you're kind of more inspired and energized to come up with new stuff all the time yeah so of course then it makes you way ahead of the curve and it evolves uh the way i teach certain things on guitar now uh i use fortnite analogies i couldn't yeah. do that two years ago yeah, yeah. it wasn't around yeah it's yeah. the exact same yeah find so. out whatever the kids are into and they change like the stuff for the kids changes so fast big time Very hard yeah to keep up with it. yeah if you're not tuned in <laughs> yeah if you're not, not plugged in there anyway i'll do the next good one yeah uh, find out you actually find out if your teaching methods are any use or not to a much broader audience so I come in and I set up and my room in there is like two meters by five meters or something like that so I'm in my my little room out here in County Galway in Hedford the teaching studio and the only way I'm to find out if those methods are any good is for people to pass through the door and come into me and talk to me or that would have been the only way whereas if you upload content and vlogging you're reaching thousands of people so you're going to find out if your methods are good or bad mm. uh, genuinely because once you enter the online realm then you're talking to other teachers and you're talking to students from all over the world and something that you thought was gold somebody might be like that is not actually the best way to do that or you know somebody can contact you and, and oh you're you're out there like yeah. anyone and you can hide behind the keyboard and type yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, one really good thing I would say about mm. content is that you're out there to be educated yourself. You could call it criticised, but you could also call it educated. Oh, to completely. Be or to be corrected on something that you might be a bit iffy on. Hi, I. I a lot back in my 20s, like 15 years ago. I <laughs> <laughs> you mean two years ago. It doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> Ever. Like, the thing is, yeah, as well, I, I remember when I got on YouTube first, I was messing about like putting up videos here and there yeah. but the classic approach of putting something up and looking to see how many views I got yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. then going oh no that didn't work no what it's like like unless you have so many followers that when you put up a new video and I, I talk about YouTube in particular in this episode because that's my main platform yeah um, then one day after lessons I had a brainwave I was like hold on it's Thursday throwback Thursday Maybe I'll do an old lesson every Thursday. So I did no scrubs. That, um... Chew. Yeah. Strumming, drumming, drumming. <laughs> Could do that. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so I put it up. And, geez, there mustn't be many, many lessons of that song up. Because all of a sudden, I checked back a few months later and had 5,000 views. Nice. Which, for me, at the time, was like, oh, real. Yeah. And uh, all nice comments going, hey, man, great stuff. So happy to see the dude. Next thing, one comment. You can't teach for S, <laughs> asterisk, asterisk, T. And I like, it was the first comment I got. And I went, 
oh <laughs> and uh, there's a crap lesson they wrote afterwards yeah. and um now here's the thing somebody's saying something because we've trolling written up here in the board yeah, um the flip side yeah um well what happened was i had that good instinct going oh but then i just stepped back from it and went what would cause somebody to say that about this video this lesson and sure i found reason that i was like yeah i talked very fast in the lesson there was no diagrams on screen i fluffed over one bit that i didn't know about there um i thought i had it covered well looking back i didn't yeah. so went away and if you can picture like a rocky montage where he just trains <laughs> this only took like eight minutes yeah <laughs> bang 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 and uh so i came back and i made a better video of it and tagged it and um Tagged your man that gave it, gave me commented. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I actually had to delete that because kids do go on my videos and I was like, I don't want the kids seeing that language. All um, right. Yeah, so uh, what happened was, uh, but I did improve it and I wrote something underneath before I deleted it. Like, thanks for the comment. So I'll improve it, whatever. And, uh, thanks for the comment to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, you bad piece of work. And uh, what happened was, so that happened now. Here's the flip side then trolling. I put up a video last week over a new Ariana Grande song called Seven Rings. And this comment was a rollicker of a comment. I was in bed in the morning, I woke up. And sometimes I go on my phone when I wake up just to wake myself up with a bright screen. Yeah. I went into my creator account on YouTube. And I was like, you have three new comments. So I read them. Nice. Then I did them. Next thing. You, oh, I don't know how much of this I can say. Like you dumbass piece of yeah. insert thing here. Uh, learn to play the effing guitar before you dare put up a lesson for F's sake. Like this rollicker of a comment. And I read it and I read it again. And I burst out laughing. I was like, this is good and reaching more people. <laughs> but do you know what the best thing was? I looked at the, I knew, I didn't even look back in the video. I was like, my plane's tight on the video. And I delivered the content and the tablet. Like I knew all the stuff they were hammering into me for. Yeah. It was tight. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah water of a duck's back and oh, I just totally. you know so that was it now I did delete the comment because the kids again watching the video yeah, like I yeah, taught yeah. it to a 11 year old yesterday and I said to them it's on my channel yeah, I don't yeah. want them seeing that sort of comment so yeah so that was Very it good, yeah so that's the bad that goes with that good so you find out mm. your methods are good and you can hold so exactly like your experience so you're talking about yeah but the only problem is then you're opening yourself up to criticism and trolling and like you know when I was a teenager Prank calling was a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Teenagers, are, like, prank calling was a big thing. And you would just ring someone up in the shop and wreck their head for 10 minutes. <laughs> so, like, how easy is it now to take your phone out, just go on YouTube, it doesn't matter what the video is, and just criticize their... Mm. So, like, that person was probably just laughing right in the message. They didn't clue what they're talking about. Yeah. It's the whole thing of trolling. It's weird. And keyboard warriors. Yeah. But the, the, the thing is to just... Yeah, I wouldn't even look at, at the comments on my... Uh, and here's the thing, right? We've created community written next for one of the good points. Yeah. I respond to every single comment, apart from those ones that are blatant, just okay. abuse. Every single uh, thing in the last year, and this isn't big by any means in the YouTube world, but like I think 900 comments I've replied to because wow. it creates a sense of community to a degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the next good thing is the create mm. community number three. Wow, wouldn't have a notion to do that. 
takes time. Like that's yeah, so that's the thing. Like, like <laughs> um, because here's the thing. I know now at this stage there's there's three or four usernames I know, and I know that one of them is from New York, and I know I'm beginning to get to know some subscribers. Yeah. On the surface level through comments, but. I don't know, it just looks, to me, it looks better. And it's something Gary V recommended. And for anybody out there who's looking into creating content, um, I'd suggest check out Gary V. Yeah. Uh, the dude, he puts up like 80 pieces of content a day. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's so good. And out of his advice, um, in terms of it being a long game, it is a long game, creating content. It's not like you create a video uh, as an educator. Yeah. And it and just, it. yeah, you know, so uh, it builds over time. Yeah, um, just so, cautionary warning there for parents in case they're going to put their 10-year-olds watching Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh, Jesus, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Quite a few expletives. Loads. Gary. And in fairness to him, there's times I've seen him, he talked to, um, he talked to teenagers in a, in a high school someplace in the States there lately. Yeah. And he toned back his language. It was interesting he had that capability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, so kids stay away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the bad, the bad thing number three then is for you to not get paid. Mm. So if you set up your camera on a Monday morning, uh, nine o'clock Monday morning, you know, you know, you're not going to see any instant payback for that. I suppose it depends what level you get at. I'm sure Logan Paul and Jake Paul get. Oh, paid. stop insane amounts! Oh no, you like here's the, the thing. Kid that opens up the toys. What's his name? Oh, what's Eight inside? Is it? A year or something. Yeah. Um, well, the thing about not getting paid is when you begin, you may not get paid immediately. Yeah. And having a mass number of subscribers doesn't ensure, isn't the same thing as having that amount of students. Um, yeah. Like, fully transparent, I reckon, I saw my data there last week. Eight... 190,000 minutes of my lessons have been watched on YouTube now at this stage. Wow. Right, I don't know what that computes to now, so that's 890,000 minutes. A lesson here with me is 30 minutes. So, oh, that's nearly divisible, isn't it? That's four, 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 five. Nice. 445,000 half hours. Yeah. Did I do that right? I I forget it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyways uh so the thing is um out of the youtube channel out of all those hours creating content replying to comments uh from the ad revenue i've earned i think it's an average of 38 dollars per month wow but That's they're for the time compared yeah, yeah. no in, in the flip side then it's it's better than not 38 dollars yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's a that's the thing so and that's why sites like patreon came about yeah um for creators especially yeah 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 that's great great insight there so yeah you don't really get paid off youtube until i suppose there's kind of a threshold that you reach mm-hmm. yeah. you might have like five hundred thousand subscribers or something i don't mm-hmm. know I'm not sure, no. Um, yeah. I just know having four and a half thousand subscribers that that's where it's at at the minute. Yeah. yeah. And it's not always a... It doesn't mean that when I have 9,000, I'll be on like $80. That isn't the way it computes. Yeah. Your videos, YouTube decide what to put ads on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and for creators out there, YouTube's copyright algorithm is insanely accurate. So if you're playing like teaching no scrubs... Yeah. And then you go, so it sounds like this. 
you play even a bit, you get an email from YouTube going, hey, uh, that video you put up last week, it is uh, from 33 seconds to 49, we think the copyright belongs to, and next thing you see the publishing company behind No Scrubs. Yeah. Insane. So the ad revenue then is taken away a bit. Oh, man, I would. L- I can't wait to challenge those algorithms with drone patterns. <laughs> <laughs> See if you can spot this algorithm. <laughs> Baywatch. <laughs> the rock beat would just flag yeah. every song in history. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Every publishing company ever. Get on to you straight away. Class. Anyway, so yeah, you don't get paid. Uh, content then, it's kind of like uh, number two, you can hone your teaching skills. Mm, yeah, you can indeed. Uh, so, uh, well, four and five are kind of the same. So, they're like you hone your skills, and it's like an online journal for review. So you can look back over your teaching methods. Like you can, I can look back. I uploaded a couple of videos years ago, and I can just look back on them now. And you know, obviously, my presentation and my communication has improved an awful lot since mm. then. So they're up there for that as well. The the only downside to that then is the general data protection rules for children. Yeah. Especially. So it's a big challenge for me and you anyway. I suppose mm. every teacher out there that teaches children um, is creating content. Your content can't include the kids. No. Which is completely no. fair enough. Oh, 100%. It's disappointed in the fact that it's even hard to video yourself. Mm. without the children in it even during the lesson and it's and yeah it takes yeah. a lot of work you've got to be very careful of it oh 100 yeah uh, so that's a big challenge for teachers yeah of young children uh, because it, it would be nice to say well i was teaching this back in january 2017 and you know i've moved on from that now i teach it this way or whatever and you can look back over your own videos yeah but keeping the kids out of it can be a big challenge. And especially when they're kids, like, because kids probably have a tendency to, oh man, I'd love for my hand to be in the video frame oh, here. Oh, stop. <laughs> you know, I think back to when I was a kid, Jesus. like, yeah. Photobomb City. In oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'd send around um, a video, you know, of me playing just for the, on the WhatsApp so they can practice yeah. along with it. Without fail, you'll have at least one photobomb in the background. Oh, jeez. Anyway. So uh, yeah, the GDPR then is the is the downside to that, mm. um, and then the last one is the same as the third one. Yeah, the you can. Is not paid. Yeah, and the last bad one. Sorry. Yeah, the feedback as well. Like uh, sometimes you won't hear a boo. Yeah. Like, at all. Yeah. <laughs> podcast listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and that's but and that's the thing about the medium of podcasting. It's insane there's no like common thread underneath yeah it's uh but anyways yeah uh, like on youtube now here's the thing you can do calls to action all right like i created a video on youtube what do you want to learn yeah and yeah, i put yeah. that up got comments um stuff like that can help um yeah it's just content it's it is time consuming you have to do one or two things either love the process or absolutely discipline yourself yeah. and play the long game and have patience. Yeah. I mean, it is quite a privileged time we live in that you can broadcast your own TV channel. Yeah. yeah. How impossible was that back in the 90s? So it's pretty cool. Oh, we, we'd have, like, if this was a thing, we'd have to get on a radio. Or for the lessons, we'd have had to create DVDs and yeah. manufacture them yeah, and distribute yeah, yeah. them. Like I know. it's. I remember having a few of those Dave Weckle DVDs back in the day and 
used to have loads of those actually. The 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 YouTube of its time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that about just about wraps us. Yeah. That's content. It's an interesting field. Like I, I personally love it and I believe in it. Yeah. And I think that for anybody who doesn't, um, keep an eye as the years go on. Like it's. Yeah. It's happening more and more, especially music educators. Oh, yeah. Apps. Yeah, the new Fender one out now, you see ads for it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, those ads run ahead of my Fender videos. Play. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like bombarding YouTube yeah. for it. They must have a campaign for six But years. here's my question. This is the thing I ponder then. I'm like, yeah, Fender is a brand, but what if somebody loves the goofiness of, we'd say, I don't know, Strumming Simon, yeah, I'll just name make up a teacher name. Hopefully, yeah. it's no Strumming Simon out there. Yeah, sorry, after calling you goofy, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, dude. Um, but no, that's the thing. Maybe that personal connection, even though it's through video, is enough to bring students to a person. Still, I believe in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. And and <clears throat> like we said, it's like it's like people. It's like friends. Mm. You're drawn towards certain people. Like you could see forty five educators on YouTube before you finally land on the one you like. I'm I'm the same. I'm very peculiar with who I listen to on YouTube. Mm. Could be anyone, especially in the kind of uh, if you're into healthy eating and all that kind of stuff. Like some people, they'll be talking about exactly the same recipe. Yeah, yeah. But you're just like, oh, don't want to eat that because your man's not making sense. And then another person will put it up, and you'd be like, oh yeah, legend. Yeah. That scene. I hear you. So same with music. Anyway. Is that us? Yeah, I think that is it. Over and out, people of the world. We will catch you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. <laughs> okay, catch you later. All right, catch you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.